live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods moving and storage studio. Live in Nashville, Tennessee, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work they love, and create actual, incredible relationships. I'm John Deloney, joined here by my good friend Jade Warshaw, and we're taking your calls on money, life, mental health, relationships, work, whatever you got going on, we've probably got an opinion on it. And if we can't figure it out, we'll just tell you we don't know what we're talking about. Um, the call is toll-free, and that's about what the advice is worth. 888-825-5225. Let's go out to Logan in SLC. What is up, Logan in Utah? What's up, man? Hey, thank you for taking the time to discuss my question today. You got it. Thanks for calling in. What's up, man? Yeah, so um, I'm about to graduate from graduate school. My wife and I have two little boys, and we're looking into home buying options. Um, I just accepted a job, a full-time job, down just south of Salt Lake City. Um, The housing market in Utah is very booming right now. Um, So we're looking into options for renting versus buying. We would like to buy a home. Um, We like the idea of following the principle of keeping um, a mortgage payment to about 25% of our monthly take-home pay, but this doesn't leave us with a ton of options for home buying. Um, so we're just kind of trying to, to see if it's more worth it for us to get the foot, get our foot in the door and buy a home that may stretch us a little bit, or if it makes more sense for us to rent and try to build up a bigger down payment. But with rent prices, the way they are in the area, we're just a little bit um, concerned that by the time we pay our rent and try to save up for a down payment, we're going to be going to cost us more than if we were just paying a mortgage payment anyway. So yeah. interesting what are you to get, studying, um, get your thoughts on what are you what graduating with? What's, what's your degree in? Uh, it's a master's in landscape architecture. Outstanding. That's a, Hey, I got a buddy out that program. That's a fantastic program. Well done, dude. Um, Thank you. So I, I've got a, a non-money related opinion on this, and then I'll pass it over to Jade, who can break down the, the, the baby steps for you. I would not buy a house moving from Salt Lake to, are you, are you like St. George area? Is that where you're going? No, so right now we're up in Logan at Utah State University, and okay. then we're looking to move to Utah County, Provo, Lehigh area, okay, just, okay. just uh, 30 minutes south of Salt Lake. So the reason I wouldn't do it is I would rather go with my young family and get settled in that community and figure out where the cool restaurants are and where the walking trails are and where the parks are, all that stuff that makes for a great life and not have tied myself up in to a house and then tried to do life around where we stuck a flag. And I know that's such a pain with two little ones to move twice. The thought of moving twice was enough to make my wife just start weeping instantly. Right. (laughs) Um, And so I get that. Um, But man, the times I have chosen to rent, that's, that's just a a Deloney family rule. We rent when we move to a new town and we get settled um, we even rented when we moved back into a city we had lived in for years because the city had shifted a little bit. So that's just my thought on mm-hmm. that. What do you think? I think that's a really great place to start. That's kind of a Ramsey principle as well. Is we we would tell folks, you know, if you're moving to a new area, wait a year mm-hmm. and just like you said, find out the area, see if you like it. I do have a couple of questions financially. I'm. It sounds like you guys do the baby steps and understand. I just want to double check. No debt, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So. The only debt that we have right now is a small student loan, but that's kind of up in the air as far as when those payments are going to need to take place or if those payments will even right need now. to take place. Right now. How much is it? Right now. 
It's 16000 We've been making payments um, while in grad school and whittling that down. Okay. You. Do you have any money saved? Any liquid cash? We do. How much? Yes, we do. About um, 18000 Are Hold on, hold on, hold Pay on, hold on. Pay off your debts. <laughs> do you love them? Are they, are they, are, do they keep you warm, They're, Logan? Do you love them? The 18 k is what's keeping him warm. <laughs> the 18 k is his buddy, his cuddle buddy. All right, so here's what you need to do. Here, let's just walk through the baby steps because... At first, you're going to be like, oh, no. And then you're going to be like, oh, yeah. Okay. So the good news is you have the money to do everything you need to do to get the right foundation. So let's walk that through the baby steps. We would say get $1,000 saved as your starter emergency fund. Keyword starter. So that's $1,000. That leaves you with 17 left. And then we would say pay off all of your debt except the house so you can knock out all 16000 of those student loans, which now is a great time to knock them out because they're on pause, they're on freeze, you know, they're not collecting any interest. So now's a good time to knock them out. And then you can still have another 1000 saved up. So now you've got 2000 going towards your now three to six month emergency fund. Does so that, Does that give you hemorrhoids to just even think that way that that's all you have in the bank? <laughs> No, it's all right. That's good. Okay. So why haven't you done it? He didn't know, John. Yes, he did. Logan, you know. Why? Did you know, Logan? Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> well, I mean, there's, with the, the potential loan forgiveness, we've made pause, taken a pause on our payments just in case that goes through. Keyword potential. You've got right, plan. Sure. You've got plans. You're, we're not going to mm-hmm. wait on the government to do all the things that we want to do with our life and family. So go, that's, I mean, that's honestly where I'm coming from. So we don't know what the government's going to do. These jokers take forever. So let's not wait on them. Let's go ahead and do this. And here's the thing. If it goes through, if you feel like you need to get you a refund, get you a refund. But none of that is even real yet. So let's deal in the realities of what's actually happening. So yeah, I would do that. You'd have the $2,000 as kind of a jumpstart to get three to six months saved. And then... Now we're starting to work towards a home purchase. So we want to go to baby step 3B, which is saving for a down payment. Now, the good news is this is going to move really quickly for you. So during this time, like John said, you guys get to know the area, start doing some math. We've got a really great calculator um, on Ramsey Solutions. It's called how much if you Google how much home can I afford and you'll right. find that calculator. And so you can start to work towards what that's going to look like. But I would rent until you can put a responsible down payment on a home that you are interested in. I would say no, no less than 10% um, so that you can make sure that you're building up some equity fairly quickly. How does that sound to you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that sounds great. Mostly. Yeah. We've just been kind of trying to weigh, weigh the options and see what's going to make the most sense for us. And I feel like uh, everybody has a different opinion, so it's good. But you like ours, but you like ours the best. (laughs) Well, we're right. (laughs) Logan, can you and I have a quick, just to the side, private conversation. Sure. There may be a couple million people I'll, I'll listening go over, in. I'll go over to the side. Hey, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> what's your job right now? Um, so I, I currently work part-time in the job that I will have full-time. Okay, good gig. What's your salary going to be? Yes, it is. It's going to be 80000 Outstanding. Excellent. Well done out of, out of grad school. And with the landscape architecture, you're, you're going to end up moving up in that company. And you know that. You're going you're gonna to do great. This is just two guys uh, having nachos. You got a great job, and you took out a loan, and nobody tricked you. Nobody pulled one over on you. You told whoever gave you that loan, whether it was the school or the government or whoever, 
hey, I'll pay you back. You help me get through school, I'll pay you back. I'm all for loan forgiveness for people who got taken advantage of and ripped off. For those of us who had great jobs, who have been blessed with good work, I think it's on us to do what we said we were going to do when we signed that piece of paper and not wait on the government, not wait on your neighbors to pay off your loans, but you pay them off. Do the right thing, man. Pay them off and be debt-free by the end of this afternoon and then head on. It continues to amaze me how identity thieves keep finding ways to use our own identities against us. Not only do they commit crimes related to financial fraud, medical ID theft, and insurance benefit fraud, but now we have to deal with home title fraud. Thieves are using your own personal info to take ownership of your home so they can take out loans and you end up with a pile of debt and foreclosure notices. Over 4,000 data breaches happened in 2018, exposing 3.6 billion records. So thieves have plenty of identities to use and there's a one in five chance it will be yours. That's why Xander Insurance is the only program I use and recommend. Their plan covers all types of identity theft, and it takes over all the work if you become a victim. Visit Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm John Deloney, joined by Jade Warshaw, 888-825-5225. It's 888-825-5225. Taking your calls on money. Life, marriage, mental health, work, whatever's going on. Let's go out to Michaela in Colorado Springs. What's up, Michaela? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, so um, my husband and I, were currently on baby step two. We've knocked out um, about $8,000 worth of debt, which is awesome. Cool. Yeah, um, but um, we recently found out that we're expecting our second baby. Yay! Wow, yeah. Yay! Yeah, it's awesome, but I haven't told the rest of my family yet. Like, so <laughs> are we like, the first ones? Only you guys, Jordan and my parents and I are like the only ones that really Look know. Look at that. Else. This is quite the announcement. Yeah, I'm glad I feel that we yeah. um, ahead of your family. <laughs> yeah, well, well, no, like my parents know and his parents. Anyway, um, <laughs> so we're, we're on baby step two and we need a bigger car to hold like two car seats because we have a little toddler right now. Um, and I was wondering how in the world <laughs> do you save up for a car while, uh, doing the debt snowball? Okay. Um, qu- couple questions. Do you mind if I ask you a couple of questions, Michaela? Sure. Okay. Thing one. Well, let me, let me, let me do the good news first. So you don't, you're not mad at me. Number one. Yeah. If you're have a baby on the way, we would say to just pause the baby steps in general and stack up money for a baby. Uh, whether okay. that's stacking up your deductible or just getting ready for, you know, the you're, I mean, you're bringing a new human in the world. There's so many variables there. So we would yeah. say to to go ahead and pause that. We call that stork mode. So you could do that. Um, as far as the, as the car is concerned, that's where my question came because you said you had two kids and most of the cars that I've seen on the road, you can fit two car seats in the back. I'm calling shenanigans, Michaela. <laughs> what kind of car do you want? Um, uh, well, I, I would prefer a Subaru Forester. But of course you oh, would, because those are awesome. Okay, oh, yeah, it was Colorado, very specific. Car I, was gonna, I was about to say, that's the official car of Colorado, of course. <laughs> yeah. What do you drive right now? Um, a Subaru Legacy. So it's really low to the ground, and I don't feel very safe having my toddler in there. Okay. Right now. 
So I, I, I'll speak for me, Jade. We did um, my son, who's humongous, and my daughter and my wife in a used Prius, 2010. Come on, John. for a long time, and there was lots of legs and elbows and arms, and there was no car payment. So I'm with you on the safety thing. I always had this this like, man, I'd feel safer if they were in a like in a Hummer or a Suburban. And I felt even more safe not owing anybody any money with two little kids. Booyah. That's just my thought. What did you, you I all mean, the same boat? My thing is this. You bought, the car was safe three months ago. Yeah. And then once baby comes, suddenly it's not safe. I do think that what John is saying and what you're saying, I think there's some validity to those feelings. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's really more based on feelings. Um, how much debt do you have overall? About... Sorry, I calculated it earlier, but I forgot. Oh, 31000 31000 31, Okay. Yeah. Now, this Subaru that you have now, has it given you any... Re- like, is, is it just, it's low to the ground, I feel like I just want something bigger, or has it given you reason to say, hey, this is not a reliable car whatsoever? Um, well, it, it is low to the ground, and I've had, like, two car seats in there before whenever I've gone with a friend somewhere mm-hmm. but it was very squished and not very comfortable for either one of the little little babies and things but they're in their car seat they don't know they don't know yeah, they're true. in their car seat i think here's here, i think also like the passenger wasn't very comfortable either well they'll be all right that they're, like a they're, they'll be all right to me right yeah <laughs> I, I i really want to challenge you on this um michaela i want to challenge you big time to not buy a new car right now You've Please got debt. Open. I want you to clean up your debt. I want you to go on stork mode, pause, stack up as much cash as you can for this baby. Once this baby is born and is healthy and everything is good to go, um, then take all that money, throw it towards your debt snowball. And then after that, if you're feeling like, you know what, before we you know go much further, I want to save it for a car, you could do that. But other than that, I'm not, I'm not buying it, John. No, I. here's the thing. I had a picture of what my life would be like. And I didn't even know that picture was there yeah. when I had two kids and what my house was going to look like, what my cars were going to look like. And it took some adjustment. It even took some grieving on my part mm-hmm. because the house I had in reality was much smaller. Yeah. And the cars that I had were much less nice and everything was great. I think th- I think these major milestones, I got a new job. I got a promotion and a raise. I'm having a kid. If you can hold steady in those big moments and yeah. not let your lifestyle swell up to accommodate what the world's telling you you got to do, yep. that's those are those magic little moments when you you get ahead. Absolutely, absolutely right? the case. Yeah, I, I I mean what she's saying. I think we've all felt that, but oh, dude, with all my heart, I, I get it, man. I hurt for her, man, but just can't. Just, yeah, just don't, you, don't 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 don't. Yeah, don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. All right, today's question comes from Tiffany from Michigan. Tiffany writes. I love this. My husband fully believes in you. (laughs) I do not. I have serious doubts. When you don't have the income to take care of your debts, how does your $100 month in savings become over a million dollars in 30 years? I mean, seriously, we have five kids all the way down to 10-month-old twins. We are dealing with formula shortages, job shortages, and an insane increase of cost of living. How can you possibly possibly believe what you preach is easy when the economy has changed? Okay, okay, There's okay. There's a lot here. Okay, Tiffany, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna track with you on this. Uh, yeah, it's not easy. 
that's the first thing I'm going to say. Nothing that we teach is easy. And I'm saying that coming from someone who started this journey with a $30,000 combined income with my husband and almost half a million dollars of debt. There is no piece of that that is easy. There's no piece of that that is fun. It is a it's, it's a slog, man. It, it's, it's, it's a struggle, uh, struggle slices, if you will. And um, but that doesn't mean you can't do it. Just because something is very, very difficult doesn't mean it's not um, completely worth doing and not completely possible uh, to accomplish. So I want to put that out there in your head. Um, and it might change. It, it might take a mental shift. Mm-hmm. And I want to touch on this before we get to the money part. All the way down to 10-month-old twins, formula shortages, job shortages, and an insane cost of living. Um, yeah, cost of living has gone up. It's uh, And in during the inflation of the last few years, it's been... It's been yeah. wild, oh, right? Yeah. Wild. Crazy time. Um, job shortages. There are more jobs available than there are human beings in the United States. So in your particular area, that may be true, but across the country, that's not, it's not accurate. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. so many unique ways to find work these days. And I'm hearing, and we've, Nashville's been beneficiary, millions and millions and millions of people are saying, hey, we had dreams of always living in California yet it got too expensive or the work didn't work out and we're going to move and we had to say goodbye to family. People have said that about in the Northeast and the Northwest and they've been moving to my home state of Texas. They've been moving to Nashville here. They've been moving all over the place. And so it may be that season when you look at your husband, like couples and families and have done for centuries, which is say, hey, we had a vision of our life here and that vision's going to change. We need to move where the work is. And that may be the way it is right now. But to say that it's all coming down just isn't accurate. It's just not accurate. We are in, there's hurting people, make no mistake about it. Um, But Jade, we have people all the time here, 12-month-old twins, five kids, seven kids, no kids, two kids. It's just part of the, I mean, the the, the math and the plan works every time. The math works, you know, and her math here is is not quite right. Uh, $100 a month in savings is not going to be a million dollars in 30 years. You'd have to invest $500 a month. That's usually kind of like the the holy grail that people preach. $500 a month over 30 years at a 10% rate of return, you're going to have a, you're going to have a million dollars. That is correct. Um, but we would say actually not to invest in the S&P 500 and index funds. We would say, you know, seek to, to, pick some mutual funds that are going to outperform that and i know a lot of folks say all the time you can't beat that yes you can over the last 20 years the s&p 500 has averaged more than 9.87 percent and over the last 30 years it's it's averaged more than 10 percent you have to look at the annualized rate of return that's how we are uh, measuring that rate of return there so it is possible don't let anybody steal your hope or steal uh your reality don't let them take your reality i love that This is The Ramsey Show. We'll be right back. Triple eight eight two five five two two five. This is the Ramsey Show. Give us a shout. We're talking money, mental health, marriage, whatever you got going on. We're here for you. Let's go out to Sarah in San Francisco. What's up, Sarah? Sarah. Hi, how are you doing today? So good. How are you? I'm good. What's up? Okay, so my <clears throat> my question is, I went straight to culinary school from high school. Cool. Back in 2003. Thank you. Um, my mom took out a loan for me because I was 17. Okay. Uh, the original loan was 30000 okay. We agreed to split it 50-50. Um, soon as I graduated, I was giving her money every month 
um, I was staying with her because I didn't have the money, but I was giving her money every month. Mm-hmm. I eventually realized that she was not paying on the Uh-oh. student loan at all. Um, when I found out, she apologized and she said that she would, she would start paying. I continued to give her money every month. Um, as you can imagine, I wasn't making very much money at that time. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I then again discovered she was not applying any of that money towards <sighs> the, the student loan. Um, how much, I, how much I, have you I, given her so far, Sarah? Yeah. So I'm not sure exactly because I wasn't counting, but I do know that I gave her when, when we talked, I, I gave her at least 5,000. Okay. Um, how, how did you, how did you give yeah. it? Was it a check? How did you do that? I was giving her cash. I was giving her $200 oh, every no. month. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> every month. Towards right. that. Well, I was making, I was making minimum wage. I was working yeah, yeah, um, yeah. at, um, Anyway, is, so, is your is your name on the loan short, or your mom's name? Yeah, your mom's it, name is on the loan. Only my mom. It's a okay. parent plus loan. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the reason why I know now all this information is because recently she came to me and she brought up this loan because after a while I just stopped giving her money. How long has it been? So, two thousand three. Oh, girl. Okay. So recently she brought up this loan and she asked me for a lump sum of money. She asked me for about twenty thousand dollars. I'm like. <laughs> I don't have that kind of money. I can't give you that. And we didn't agree. I, I've been giving you money, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I looked into the loan. She owes over $70,000. Oh! <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, God. Sarah, listen. Oh, Lord. This oh. is... Um, oh, oh geez, gosh. I'm sorry. I had to let a little bit of my... It's I had really, to let it out really a little scary, bit. It's really scary, and I yeah. don't know what to do. Here's what's, here's what's not and, scary about it. Yeah. Okay? There is oh, some scary, but it's not, I don't think it's what you think it is. Okay. Here's the scary. Um, your you and your mom's relationship is different from this point forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And the sooner you come to terms with the fact that your mother um, did not uphold your end of the agreement, I can tell you all day. I think the agreement was dumb. It should, y'all should never have set that up. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was d- destined to create a wedge between a mother and a daughter. Mm-hmm. But here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. She has decided to not um, sit down and be the adult and say, "I took out a loan. Here's every month for the next however many years. Here's what you're going to pay me. Here's how this is going to work. I'm going to keep a spreadsheet. I'm going to mark off every date. All that like a bank would do. Yep. It you mm-hmm. basically funded her lifestyle in a tiny little way, and then she comes knocking on your door twenty years later. Asking for twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. Do you know who's not on the hook for this money? You, Sarah. None. You. You're not on the hook. <sighs> you look. You are not on the hook for this money. Now, this is your mom, and I know that you feel some level of guilt, or but I, I should probably. Really but you, you gave her the money. You gave yeah. it to but her. She's retired. That doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> matter. At this, literally, okay. at this point, anything you say about to try to like make it better, I'm going to tell you, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You gave okay. her the money. She chose. She chose. And now, for whatever reasons that she has, which don't matter, she wants that money back from you. Well, the now, loan is probably, is it tripled? Is it's it, tripled. Is it 80 or 90,000 bucks 70, now? 70, 000, it's 70,000. It's 70,000 and some change. And now she's making me feel like. Now, no, 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 no. Here's, what you, no, could, here's what you could do. <laughs> she doesn't, hold on. She okay. doesn't get to, you're allowing her to get inside you. And to make you feel a certain way. You decide who has permission to hurt you, period. Now, that's harder when it's our mom. 
Because our mom should be the one person on the planet that's always got our side and right. yours doesn't. Okay? And I, I hate that for you. But she's not making you feel bad. You're choosing to feel bad on her behalf. Okay. You got to own that. You got to own that. Okay. Here's what you could do. Now, you said to your, you said, to, if you were really interested in feeling very clean walking away from this situation, you said that the loan mm-hmm. was 30000 and you were supposed to split it. So that would be fifteen yeah. k on you. Now, if you're telling mm-hmm. me, hey, I paid 5000 towards this loan, I know that I paid 5000 give her another ten k and say, hey, I-, I paid my half and that would have been okay. it. If you wanted to do that and just say, I know I paid fifteen, you didn't do your thing, whatever, you could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not on the hook for this. All right. So Sarah, if That's I, I, I if I'm in, if this is me, like I'm just, I'm fast, uh-huh. I'm, I'm thinking about this being my mom, okay? And we sit down. What I would say yes. is exactly what Jade said, but I would, I would, I would add one extra layer. I would put a payment plan in front of her. Yeah. And say I okay. agreed to pay fifteen thousand dollars of a thirty thousand dollar loan. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to pay you twenty back, and I'm going to already say I've already given you five, and that's on the low end. So I'm going to pay you $15,000 and here's what I can pay over the next 12 months, 15 months, 24 months. You t- and, and you make the payment. Don't hand her any I more money. Yes. Okay. So directly to the, if I, if I give it directly to the place, will they now want my information? Nope. Or does no, it matter? just get okay. the log in and pay it. Say, mom, the only way you're getting this money is I sit right next to you. We log in and we pay it because you're not handing okay. her, you're not funding her uh, ridiculousness. Because she has not okay. been a good steward with money, so that is ridiculousness. And you're not going to hand her $15,000 to do whatever it is that she's been doing, which whatever that was, caused a student loan to triple. All right? I so mean, we're not really participating bad. in that. Yes. Yeah, really bad. Okay. So here's another really thing we're going to do bad. for you. Sarah, I'm going to give you, I'm gonna give you um, a year of um, FPU, okay? And she Thank might you. not. But she's still got $55,000 left to pay off after you write her a check. And so if she wants to, you can sit down and put these videos on and y'all can come up with a plan. It's not too late for her either. We deal with folks all the time in their 50s, 60s who are figuring it out and it's not too late. But you get to make that choice. She gets to make that choice. Okay, so hang on the line here. We're going to hook you you. up Um, and hope and maybe even say, I'm going to give you $15,000, which is five grand more. But... You got to sit down and watch these videos yep. with me because you got $55,000. And listen, if she starts hassling you, starts saying, oh, you're just going to leave your mama to whatever, you can always stand up and walk out the door. And that's hard, hard, hard. But remember this line, behavior is a language. And if your mom chooses to swear at you, get mad at you, send you on guilt trips that you can't afford, she's telling you through her language, I don't want you around here. I don't value you. And so I'm going to hear what you're saying through your actions and I'm going to head out the door until we can have a grown-up conversation. It's going to be hard, hard treading. Um, You're going to have to grieve the loss of your mom or your new relationship with your mom because things are different now. Dude, money does weird things to people, John. But this is why, I mean, I can't... Oh, money pa- money makes people loans, act up though like it does <sighs> but but co-signing on loans man just I, i've never seen it work well it doesn't work i haven't seen it work well it doesn't work co-signing is is stupid and that's, especially that's, if you have listen if you've taken a loan out with your kids and y'all have like car payment loan you just pay me yeah. back or you no, or no, student no, loan, no. 
put it in a spreadsheet, be adults and say, you owe me this much on this date in yes. this way. And, 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 and think about this. She said she was 17 when her mom signed that loan. Mm-hmm. Adults, be adults and right. understand that your kids were kids and you were adulting them at that time. Do not come after these folks for these Parent PLUS loans. Right. You, you par- signed them. Parent. Parent <laughs> PLUS. That means Parent PLUS your money. The, the That's bank, who's paying it the off. The bank looked at your kid and said, I'm not giving him money. And you said, well, you can give it to me. I'm trustworthy. Yeah. Be trustworthy. Be trustworthy. Be trustworthy. And pay uh, pay your bills. Parents, act like parents. Parents, act like parents. <sighs> I'm going to have to get the preparation H out. Hey, John, this I is need, the Ramsey cool Show. Out. We'll be right back. <laughs> if you haven't heard, we recently announced that Money and Marriage event is back. And this time, it's going to be a whole weekend. Join Rachel Cruz and me right here in Nashville for Money and Marriage Getaway in October that will have you and your spouse feeling more aligned and more connected than ever before. The Money and Marriage Getaway is designed for you and your spouse to disconnect from everyday life. And finally, after three years of being roommates and co-managers of your house, you can focus on your marriage. I've been hearing from a lot of couples who are struggling to find time to dedicate to your marriage. This is months out, so you got plenty of time to figure something out. This weekend-long event is for you. As part of the getaway, you'll have a fun date night experience. Dude, we're we're blowing it out. There's going to be time set aside to reflect and grow together. There's going to be some time to be awkward and time to be weird. And plenty of encouragement and ideas from Rachel Cruz and me and others that will help the two of you stay on the same page about your money and your intimacy and your future. So remember, this is an intimate three-day event. So ticket prices start at $6.99 a couple, which is a steal for a three-day marriage retreat here in Nashville. So if you're in Baby Step 2, this event probably is not for you this year. It will be soon. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash events to reserve your spots today. Man, I'm going to that. It's going to be good. I'm going to that. You might be on that stage, so. Okay, okay. Let's do that, John. We'll have our, (laughs) man, the last thing I was about to say, we should invite our spouses and I thought. The last thing on earth my wife wants to do is to sit in an audience and listen to me talk about how to be LOL. married. Sam Warshaw will be there. She would just want to follow up and be like, let me let me tell you what it's like being married to that guy. All right, let's go to Joshua in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina. What's up, Joshua? Hey, what's going on, guys? Partying, man. Good. What's happening? Not much, not much. What up? Um, so just basically wanted to kind of touch base with you guys on some thoughts I've had circulating in my head. Um, I kind of... I would consider myself not in as much debt as most people, but I mean, that's subject to interpretation. But, How much? What you got? Um, um, so right now I'm currently, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm about 7,500 in credit card debt. And then also um, I owe about 6,400 left on my car payment or my truck payment. Okay. Um, and then I had, then I have my townhouse that I bought as well. So that added into it as well, but that's basically my pool of debt for now. What, right. do you, what do you owe on that townhome? Um, I think I'm at one sixty that I owe now. What's it worth? Uh, probably about two forty, okay. two fifty, somewhere in that price range. Cool. So, what's yeah. your what um, are your thoughts for today? So that's kind of where my thoughts stem from, right? Is that um, I've been reading up on some of the articles on the website and then listening to a lot of the shows and everything, and. I just was trying to figure out what would be the smartest decision to make. Like, would it be smart to kind of make a seasonal change and 
you know, sell or, or, uh, my townhouse or whatever to eliminate all my debt and kind of get a fresh start, so to speak, or what's your monthly payment on it? Um, it came, it comes out to about 1160 a month. How much money do you bring in monthly for income? Um, it's around after taxes and everything else. It's about 3,800 a month. All right. It's, it's close. Um, yeah, it was around 30%, I believe it was, 30, yeah. 31%. Uh, here's, what do you do for a living? Uh, so I work for the federal government here. Uh, I'm a financial analyst for them at okay. the depot here. That's not very much money. So, yeah. Are, they, are you making 55 or 60 a year? No, no, no. So that, that's, that was net, like, bring home after uh, TSP contributions, um, retirement account contributions, health insurance, like all that stuff gets taken out as well. Okay, so um, so you're at 3,800 after contributions. Correct. Okay, yeah, so I, be- that's great I, before news. Before taxes, before taxes, like I'm sitting at uh, around 91,000 in oh, okay, salary. Okay, okay. So but here's... Oh, yeah. 91 and a take-home of 38? Yeah. How much are you contributing to your um, retirement? Uh, so I have two different pools right now. There's the thrift savings plan that uh-huh. I contribute to. Uh-huh. And then there's the other, um, I believe it's FERS, Federal Employee Retirement, something yeah. I can't remember. Um, What's so the total at, contribution between the two of those? I'm at 8% in the TSP um, because they match up to 5 Okay, And then the other one is just automatic. So I'd, I'd have to dig in a little further to yeah. see exactly what percentages of and, that. Okay. So here's here's what we're going to do here. Here's what I would do. You're calling the Ramsey show. Here's the Ramsey method. Yeah. I would I would not sell the house because it's not it's it's really not the problem here. The problem is pretty small. You've got 13,000 almost $14,000 of debt. I'm not going to sell the house to get rid of $14,000 of debt. Not when you're investing okay at least 8% into retirement and probably more, possibly double. We don't know how much. So what we teach is that when we're in baby step two, which is for all intents and purposes, what you're in, when you're paying off debt, we pause investing so that we can pay off our debt as quickly as possible. So Mm -hmm. if I were in your shoes and this is what I believe that you should do, pause your investing so you can get this debt paid off. You're going to have so much more income left and you're going to be able to knock this out quickly. Do you have any money saved in savings? Uh, yeah. So currently, I have about uh, it's it's around eight hundred, nine hundred dollars right now. Okay. I think like in cash. Okay, great. So, so let's bump that up to a thousand dollars and get your starter mm-hmm. emergency fund. That's baby step one. And then while yep. you're doing that today, go onto your you know company's you know uh, HR portal wherever it is that you you manage your contributions and let's stop that contribution <laughs> or it's the federal government so you may need to send a, like a carrier pigeon oh that's a good point it is the federal <laughs> government yeah uh <laughs> go down to the dmv i'm just kidding <laughs> whatever that means for you to pause that contribution that's a lot of money left in your pocket and i know a lot of people i'm not gonna lie a lot of people get they get squirrely over this one because it's like no you know time is on my side i need to get the compound interest i need to get the match the match is going to be yeah. there this is going to take you yeah. less than a year to pay off. And, so and the me, match is going to be there. And then, one, one sec, John, yeah, and yeah. then you're going to have 15% of 
to invest, not 8%. You're yeah. going to have more and you're going to make up for that loss. So let's wa- just walk those baby steps, pay off the debt and then get your three to six months and then baby step for investing 15%. Hit so it. I, yeah. Josh, I, when my wife and I sat down and mapped it all out, we owed six figures mm-hmm. and I sold my house because I had an opportunity to live for free for a year in, yeah. uh, in a, in a an apartment on campus and so i had a unique situation where i had dug myself such a massive hole and i had an opportunity that was just a straight shot laser beam to get out if you tell me hey i'm done with the townhome life i want to actually leave raleigh um i want to clean i want to control alt delete i'm kind of done with my the federal job i want to go do you know go back into private banking or whatever that's a whole other conversation. That's a life conversation that if you start to transition your life, you're going to have some free cash after you sell your place to pay off your debts. That and that would just be, hey, I've got eighty dollars or $90,000 from the equity of the sale. I'm going to go ahead and pay this thing off. Um, but I, I, I firmly believe what she just said. Don't, don't, not for 14 grand, man. I mean, you're talking like a, like a couple of clicks on a website and three or four months of dedicated work and you're free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to mention there's a there's something to be said about just walking yourself through that process of paying something you gotta paying grind off it out. debt. Yeah, 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 making those payments and realizing, okay, I don't like this. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel good paying <laughs> off debt, right? It doesn't feel yeah. good pausing your retirement. And when you feel that in your body, it it changes the way you do things because you go, I don't want to go back to that. I, I don't yeah. ever want to have to pause my my retirement contributions again, right? I don't ever want to have to yeah. sacrifice to this extent again. So it's really good to allow your yourself to feel that and not try to bypass that with with a quick, you know, sale of a house where you can just go get another one. And Joshua, you're new, yeah, you're new I, to our gang, right? Uh, yeah. So I I kind of been listening in, but pretty intently for like the past couple weeks or so. Okay, I want you to get ready for what's coming. You make six figures, almost six figures as a federal employee. You're going to have an old used car in the parking lot and your coworkers are going to make fun of you. You're going to pause spending. Your coworkers are going to say, what are you doing? Are you trying to bankrupt yourself? Do you realize how good this? we've got it here in the federal whatever? And people are going to look at you like you're nuts because you're paying your debts off. Keep moving forward like millions and millions of other people have walked the path ahead of you to freedom. Be the weird guy in the parking lot, man. And that's for everybody in America. Be the weird person in the parking lot. And the weird person with a big bank account. We'll be right back on The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter. 